0: Johnny's Reviews theme, if you're a podcast, that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie, each and every month there's a thing, this month's is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so here we have it at Michael Bay's Turtles, in this podcast I'll be covering both of these movies at the same time. I had no interest in seeing these in the cinema after what he did to Transformers and horror icons. I was done with B. So, once these came out on Blu-ray, I watched these suckers. And this is only the second time I've watched these bloody movies. What can I say? The Turtles and Splinter are beyond ugly. The jokes are puerile. Megan Fox is Megan Fox. On the good side, however, was Shredder. I liked his tech suit but he is again wasted in the second movie. As I said, I bought these suckers on Blu-ray and all I learned from the special features is just how much in love they were with their effects and how much of a deep dive they were into the lure, the lore even, a yawn. Anyway, grab your colored face masks or bandanas. Slice up a pizza and head down to the sewers one final time. Here it is, Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. With its $125 million budget, this thing pulled in $495 million. Starring Megan Fox, Hularet, William Fitchner, Alan Richardson, Noel Fisher, Pete Polosk, Jeremy Howard, Whoopi Goldberg, and with the voices of uh, Johnny Knoxville and uh, Tony uh, Shalob, directed by uh, Jonathan Liebesman. The plot in New York, a kingpin, Shredder, and his gang, the Foot Clan, rise to take over. In the sewers are four unlikely saviors, in a form of six-foot-talking ninja turtles, and their master, a five-foot-ish-talking rat splinter. Also on the foot's case is a TV reporter, April O'Neil, and her cowardly cameraman. Can she find out the truth behind not only the turtles but the foot? Will the turtles stop the foot? And will I go mad, but stupidly mad at this bloody well movie? I find out here. The movie opens up after a million logos Worse the Witches Platinum Dunes, on to an animated opening the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic style. It's all rated by Splinter, played by Danny Woodburn, but voiced by Tony Shalob, who gives him a weird English accent for some fucking reason. He tells the story of how the Turtles and he became. Also how the Turtles learned to love New York as they grew up in the sewers watching humans live their lives. As a foot clan rose to power and I love how they say it's the foot because they will step on anyone that stands in their way. For fuck's sake suddenly we get shots of someone playing Fruit Ninja Remember that As apples, melons and videotapes are sliced up In flash all four turtle weapons Up pops the titles Which was supposed to be called Ninja Turtles But was changed last minute due to fan backlash also So was the plot of the movie that the turtles were actually aliens from Dimension X But that was ditched because fans are meh Even though in Turtles 2 they're supposed to be from Alien Ooze, but who cares? Cut to the docks, and a introduction to April O'Neil, played by Megan Fox. She's a wannabe hard-boiled reporter, however she's stuck with doing fluff pieces. and uh, Note she's wearing a yellow rain mac as a nod to her cartoon character. Or the cartoon character, even. She quizzes the pissed-off Doc Super as to what was stolen. He tells her that all the chemicals which were stolen, she says, so most of her news were genetic research then. Uh, Her annoyed cameraman, Vern Vern, even Fenwick, played by Will Rennett, shouts at her live on 5. Just drop the footstuff and report what they are told. And one thing I want to know is why is this so fucking jerky and jumpy? Also, why is April so animated as if she's on 50 cans of Red Bull and has a hit adhd with eight shots of espresso she's so jerky in this bloody well movie and so hyper in this movie anyway cut to april and times square doing a fluff piece on quote bird exercises with an job creator as he gets her to do the quote sexy seagull while jumping on a trampoline because and i quote he's never seen a fat bird hello penguins and puffins etc etc once she's done that, she whines to Vern as she wasted her time going to college for four years and go to his cover fluff pieces. So he tells her sometimes it's go okay to be the froth and not be the coffee that everybody wants. Off she rides on her push bike back to the docks to continue her story where she Skypes the stock supervisor. Say what? He tells her to head to the docks and talk to his man, Stan. So, instead of going abroad, she waits to the fucking night to go there. Why? Well, the Foot Clan, read by Kiara, played by uh, Minyu Ninjai. Shredder's daughter steals yet more chemicals. This time, it is Nitro Ethan. April sees this happening, but instead of calling, oh, I don't know, 911, she calls the TV station who hang up on her because she's a fucking idiot. Because she's mourning about, oh I see people stealing stuff, da 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 da, call the cops love. So instead of getting the fuck out of there, she tries to record it in her phone. But she has to, she has to jump over the fence because she, she can't get close enough to the action, yada yada yada. And this ditzy bitch lets her flash and the footnotes she's there. Out of the shadows leap a figure who takes out the Foot clan members one after the other. Kiara sees this but does nothing until a cargo container flies towards her. Meanwhile, April... As I says, try to catch all the shit on her phone. The foot run for it. April sees a turtle, but misses with her phone flash. So she checks out the containers, finding a mark left behind. So much for body ninjas not leaving a fucking mark behind. But anyway, the mark means family. She then follows the figure to a rooftop. No way she doesn't. She runs to her roommates. So just don't bother with the cops, then love. The next day in a TMZ-style room. Does Channel 6 owner Bernadette Thompson, played by Whoopi Goldberg, ask her baying for attention or reporters what the late story is? April tries her Foot Clan story, but with no evidence but one blurred photograph, she's shot down. Of course, April gets pissy. Hello, love, what did you expect? You saw nothing. You took one blurred photograph of a weird Japanese symbol and rabble on and on and on. Yeah, I've found you on the spot, you ditzy... The news reports on a police taking credit for a small reduction in crime. Also, during this, is an introduction to bad guy Eric Sachs, played by William Fichtner. And note, he was supposed to play the Shredder, but it was a last minute change, and he is now just one of Shredder's flunkies. On TV, he's shown as the city's saviour, a hero who stops all the Foot Clan activities, except he fucking runs the thing. Cut to a dojo, and an introduction to Shredder, played by Tahoro Masamun. I think I pronounced his name. He's in shadow, and we not get a good look at his face, but what we do see is his head and face are heavily scarred. Anyway, with his daughter watching, he has his hand side by his back, while attacked by one of his hapless foot members. He snaps his hand with his chin, and then gets out of the tied. Hand type things in a matter of seconds he then chastises his daughter for running away calling her weak so he tells him she doesn't believe the vigilante is human he tells her he doesn't believe in fairy tales and get there and toughen up that night sax is giving it an award for being a super good guy why am i getting for walking from batman returns from him i mean During his speech, he tells the story of how, 15 years ago, his lab was broken into and all his stuff was stolen and burned down by the foot, killing several employees, including which we later find out to be April's father. April walks over to introduce herself, telling him he worked with her dad. That night, while stuck in traffic, how very New York, April turns Vern she found Sachs very inspiring. Suddenly, there's panic in the streets, so what does April do Why run straight into bloody well danger, but of course. In the Turtles' lair, the Turtles see via their many, many CCTV camera footage, so they have cameras plastered all over the bloody city then, hmm. They find out the foot has kidnapped people from the subway, holding them hostage at a train station until the Turtles show up. Ah, cue an arm-up montage. But well, April has made her way into the subway, where she sees the foot holding ab- about 30 people hostage she's quickly caught but of course she is and she's added to the others i swear to god does april now come throwing fucking ransom note kiara shouts into the dark tunnels for the turtles to come out or they will start to shoot people in the head april pulls out her smartphone to record this as a turtle show up and the basically just kick ass and some kill the lighting and it's all flashing cut and you can barely see shit the cops shop up and take in the tied-up foot as April follows the Turtles to a rooftop. Here they all leap out of the shadows after April snaps a picture of them and all four boasting about how they are successful. This is their first fight. Finally, we get a good look at these hideous Turtles. Raphael, played by Alan Richardson. Mikey, played by Noel Fisher. Leo, played by Pete Pulask, but voiced weirdly by Johnny Knoxville. And Donny, played by Jeremy Howard, why he is he voiced voice by John So, is beyond me. I'm indifferent to these turtles. In the one hand, I like how all the turtles are different, but on the other hand, there's too much flair on them. Donny is a geek, therefore he's wearing fucking turtle shell glasses with Celtic in the middle of it, because of course he's a geek. And fucking Mikey's dressed like a surfer, Raphael's dressed like a douche nozzle, and bloody leo's dish dressed like a fucking warrior it's bloody pathetic on the other hand these things are things of nightmares looking like doomsday mix of a lord of ring bloody well ogre she faints because who wouldn't you have seen fucking four six foot talking turtles love i mean hmm. she comes to with all four turtles over her with making perving on her cracking terrible one-liners They introduce themselves, mutant turtles who are ninja but are teenagers, however they can still hold adult conversations. My eyes are rolling like fucking dice in Vegas and I still have another hour and 20 minutes to go. Kill me now. The turtles, while in fighting, but of course they do, threaten April and just jump off the roof, leaving her stunned. She snaps another picture. And another picture as they all leap over a bloody place back, apparently Donnie has deleted the pictures, so it's perfectly fine. They disabled the phone, they just took it off or deleted the pictures. God, who wrote this shit? The turtles then dive into the sewer and my eyeballs are assaulted by quick cuts, bad CGI and lens flare! Fuck this movie! To top it off, there's a fart joke! Fuck Michael Bay, fuck Platinum Dunes and fuck raping 90's kid Nostalgia, you FUCKING HACK! Uh, April returns home, digs out all her camera stuff from 1999 and recites Leo and Raphael over and over again. It seems she owns these turtles as a child and her father used them as genetic experimentations. Fifteen years ago she saved them from a fire at her dad's lab where Sax said earlier her father died but she couldn't save her dad because she was too busy going outside and put the turtles in a bloody sewer. She also gave them the love of pizza. God, who wrote this crap? We see from the tapes that Sax used green ooze to test on the turtles. She rants to her roommate. She knows these four turtles are. And indeed they were her pets. This roommate is thinking this is the last time I use fucking Craigslist to find a roommate. Back to the turtles in their lair. More infighting. Yet more bloody infighting. And more of Mikey being a perv towards April. So Mikey is Michael Bay then. This is a Nickelodeon movie. It's a fam- family movie, kids. I mean... Uh, Splinter catches them after Mikey says, But Ralph, you can't leave. What about our Christmas rap album? You're our hype man. Get it, because they had a 90s rap album. My sides are splitting. No, please, stop. Anywho, Splinter... And my god, this thing is a thing of nightmares. Nightmare... Punishes them for sneaking off with a good old ass whooping, like every father should, because did I didn't mention this is a family movie, if you're fucking Manson family maybe, next morning, in yet more epilepsy inducing quick cuts, April shows slash tells Bernadette Thompson all about the turtles, Fox is extra manic in this, and I just don't fucking care, maybe she should have switched to fucking sugar-free Red Bull then, for God's sake. She rants, rants on about how she knows the turtles, blah 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 blah. They were her pets, they're talking, they're six foot, blah 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 blah. And surprisingly she's fired. More whining to Vern about how no one wants to listen to her, and how she wastes her life and it's so unfair, blah blah blah. He tells her to let it go, but she demands he drive her to the Saxe Estates, which he does. Who the fuck wrote this shit? During the drive over she tells him everything about the turtles, of course he doesn't believe her because why the fuck would you believe a woman It t- 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 says there's four six foot turtles walking around New York and the ninjas back to said turtles. As Splinter is still punishing them by making them balance on stupid stuff like a tricycle, a skateboard, on a huge ball, etc etc. He then asks again to spill it all or it's another 11 hours, he's supposed to be their father. Why oh, not something. Fuck this bullying fucking rat. Just die of you fucking ugly ass thing. He takes it further by whipping out a 99 cheese pizza from pizza, but of course, so it's torture now. This is a fair movie. Ugh. Mickey breaks and spills all, oh, much to the annoyance and anger of the others. Swinter then tasks him to hunt down April. Cut to April being driven up windy snow-covered mountains, to the Sack estate. Is there any snow covered mountains in New York City? I don't think so, I'm not sure actually so who cares. Fern leaves April at Sac's home, in she goes to question about stuff and tells Saxe about the turtles, she is a fucking stupid bimbo. Anyway, he gives April a tour of his estate, telling his backstory that he was born in Japan And his father fought for Vietnam and he died and I swear to god I thought we were going to do a turtle's bloody callback as he shows us this gigantic mural with a warlord and there's a hero people blah 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 and I swear to god there's going to be a turtle's reference. I was done. Thankfully it's not. Anyway moving the hell right on. Uh, As a boy a local sensei took him in and trained him to be a ninja because his father and mother died yada yada yada. See, this is the ridiculous that I was talking about earlier. He continues, In a 9th nice century, Japan, an evil warlord, poisoned a village, but no one could save them. Except one man with a, quote, cure-all. And he spent all year trying to find this, quote, cure-all. Really? Who the fuck wrote this shit? He's basically born villain monologues. Tells her all her his plans that he wants to poison New York and hold the government hostage until... I'll rather, hold the city hostage until the government pay up to get the cure. That night, April Googles a vigilante in New York as Donnie hacks in to give her a dress and tells her to come alone. Later on a rooftop, April shows up. The turtles kidnap her and take her to see Splinter. Who tells the story of the turtles from the very opening. What was the point in a fucking opening bit then? Back to Sax. He knows the turtles are real and he goes to see Shredder to tell him all about it. So a plan is cooked up to kidnap the Turtles and drain their blood to get their hands on the did that made them. Cut to Kiara using Google Earth to locate the Turtles HQ, which she finds with relative ease right into the bloody sewers. I know Google Earth down in the bloody sewers, but there we have it. Once Splinter tells the Turtles his backstory, also he tells April her father set a light, uh, her the lab to stop Sax that f- fateful night. Cut to young April, played by... Uh, Miliana Westman Saving Splinter and the Turtles By letting them loose in the sewers Okay then Cut to some horrifying stop motion CGI As Splinter and the Turtles Start to grow Also cue shots of Mikey Dancing to "Whole Hobbit Girl by Gwen Stefani Yay Splinter just so happens To find a book on jujitsu, So it turns out to become Ninja Because that's how that one works Apparently one book in your Ninja Master Q, can I say Q anymore than this fucking podcast? Fight training for all the four turtles. Back to Sax, who gives Shredder his new robotic mech suit. Step aside, Liberace, this suit looks badass and threatening. As much as the purple, sparkly suit may be cartoon accurate, this one's cooler. Plus, he looks like he could cut you just by looking at you, like a Shredder should. April tells Splinter, no one believes her, all but Sax, so Splinter tells her he's under Shredder's control, and he did, it is evil. Finally, the foot break in to stop all this, because this backstory is boring as fuck. They blow up the Turtles HQ and kidnap three of the four Turtles, leaving Raphael buried under some rubble to die. Splinter takes on the foot, but is beaten almost to death by Shredder. April is then saved by Mikey, who places her in his hiding place with Orange Crush. What the fuck that stuff is? Shredder, in his Transformation Ninja suit, kills Splinter with a relative ease. Actually, stops on relative ease. Scratch that. This fight is a CGI mess, although I suppose it's better than the lame quick fight in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. Shredder kicks the ever-loving shit out of Splinter as a turtle's watch on, unable to help on seeing the turtle surrender splinter is then heart punched and tossed aside to die finally that fucking rat gets his comeuppance the foot blow up what's left of the hq and take donnie leo and mikey prisoner to sax's lab to be drained of all their blood Raphael isn't dead however april helps him to save the dying splinter and rescue the others back to sax in his lab he awaits the turtles as he tells Dr. Baxter Stockwell, played by Todd Freeman, to drain the turtles of all their blood, even if it kills them, which of course will be fucking idiot. From his deathbed, Splinter tells Raphael to save the others. April calls Vern for a ride, telling him to meet her in ten minutes in some dark alley and bring the TV van. He shows up, and April just spews it out to him in one breath. He doesn't believe her, and why the fuck would you, until Raphael walks out of the shadows, and it's now on. Finally, he takes them to the sacks building where the turtles are so being drained of all their blood in Hannibal style cages here he spills his evil plan to become quote stupid rich by poisoning New York okay I'm done stupid rich who the fuck wrote this a 10 year old up on sugar and ADHD pills for fuck's sake he then shows them his plan by forcing a Foot Clan member to breathe in the toxin he made from their blood sample and note this is where either Rocksteady or Bebop was supposed to be placed but they were cut for the sequel so basically his plan is to what rip off the Amazing Spider-Man plots and have hundreds of mutated humans running around New York get in April Raphael and Vern ram at the gate uh this time we get past the foot soldiers, uh, they then rescue the turtles as Sax takes the toxin with him to run to a skyscraper to take his helicopter, Right, helicopter to a skyscraper to get back to New York City. April injects the turtles with adrenaline as Ralph takes on Shredder who beats the ever living shit out of him with ease and cracks his shell. As the whole thing about, oh my god, my shell's cracked, I'm useless. And this whole thing goes on for ages. He cracks his shell on a, a um, Humvee truck and then he cracks on a tree and he gets Donatello to sell it all back up again yada yada yada, who cares the turtles are now hyped up on adrenaline act like teenagers on vodka red bulls Shredder is beaten so runs to help hog pad to escape the hyped up turtles give chase a down a mountainside yet more bad CGI assaulting my eyeballs and more bad one-liners to assault my earballs. Vern steals a truck with April as the turtles hang on the side, they take out the foot members trying to destroy the truck. Vern jackknives the truck, sending the turtles are flying somehow, while sliding on their shells. Donnie makes a fucking Humvee flip using his bow staff, it's not even bloody possible. With the truck now on a dead side, straight down the hill, they somehow manage to get it to stop on the back of an avalanche. What the fuck is happening here? I have no idea what's happening here. But anyway, like I says, they stop us at a private airport 40 minutes outside New York City. Because, I don't know, reasons. They rescue April and Vern last second from a 500-foot drop off the cliff. Meanwhile, Shudder has set up a spire on top of Saxe's skyscraper to spew the toxin. Did he teleport there? How the fuck did he get there before Sax Saxe left a good five minutes before he did, but moving on. Handily, the turtles use the sewer that leads straight to the Saxe's skyscraper. Vern and April take on Sax as a turtle take on the Shredder, Cue a dumb scene of all four turtles beatboxing in the lift waiting to go up to the roof, cut this bit, note April was supposed to take on Chiara but Megan Fox was pregnant so that was cut, Shredder releases the toxin just as the turtles arrive on the roof and more CGI eyeballs attack. As the CGI is fucking terrible. As Shredder takes on the turtles, he beats them one at a time with relative ease, throwing Leo off the roof. Meanwhile, April and, uh, April and Vernon take on Sax in his lab. or Back on the roof, Donnie, followed by Mikey, then Raphael, is next getting thrown off the roof. Too bad Leo caught them all by because he's hanging on to the building using so his swords. Down below, the cops, firemen, and SWAT all shot but do absolutely fuck all. Shredder Kicks more turtles ass until Leo is once again thrown off the roof. Meanwhile, back in the lab, April sets off the emergency uh, gas, what's that stuff called again? Oh, pass. Helogen? Halogen? What that gas is called? As Vern brains the sacks of a microscope, leaving him to choke to death in the gas. The turtles leapfrog over Shredder to defeat him in super slow motion, kicking him off the skyscraper. Vern is somehow shot. Yeah. April runs with the mutagen as on the roof. Donnie fails to stop the gas. Shredder crawls back up uh, to the scratch and takes on all three turtles. Donnie stops the gas at the very last second, but Shredder throws his magnetic swords at the spire, topping it. So the turtles have to try their best to stop the spire from falling, so hold on to it using their shells, all but Raphael, because his shells cracked. As Shredder takes body blows to their bodies, trying to get them to tipple over, April somehow teleports to the roof with the mutagen, stops Shredder, who then goes on to try to kill her. The turtles let the spire fall, April hangs on, she kicks Shredder and mutagen off the spire, he falls to his death 100 feet below, as she was falling, Donnie, Leo, Mikey and Raphael all chain link up to save her and pull her up. The spire then falls onto a billboard and continues to fall as all four turtles spill their deepest and darkest secrets, i.e., Mikey licks icing off Pop Tarts and returns them to the box. They somehow fall to their deaths but survive because, eh, Shredder's body is surrounded by cops, but he's alive and the is smashed into the ground. Speaking of which, the turtles run. Back into the sewers, and somehow Splinter is alive, even though he was stabbed in the fucking stomach and punched in the heart. But moving on, the turtles are rejoiced, and that night, April meets Vernon, who gives her her old job back. He do it, he's a cameraman. The turtles pull up in a smart van turned turtle's van. Of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme as its horn, but of course. They then bought Vern's new car. They all laugh. April and Vern walk off after Mikey tries to hit on April for the hundredth millionth time. As credits bloody well roll. So that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles talk about. lazy. That's lazy for Bay. The writing is dumb. The jokes are not funny. The CGI is okay. The turtles and splitter are ugly things of nightmares. Megan Fox, surprisingly I didn't bring up Megan Fox, but she was too fucking hyper. Shredder, for the most part, is a badass, and Sax is completely bloody pointless. Plus, the plot is too confusing, with too many subplots and fucking things having over the bloody place. I'm going to give this thing a very, very, very generous 5 out of 10. Still, you sit right there, as I bring you 2016's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Starring Arrows, Stephen Amell, so you know this will be good... Ugh. God. So here we have it, the rushed out yet strangely held back sequel that promised so much but delivered so little. We have the big screen live action or return of Casey Jones played by Stephen Amell yes folks, Arrow himself which he claims in all his own stunts bullshit. Also the big screen introduction of Roxy and Bebop but also one of Krang what can go wrong towards for you here? Michael Bay Let's just put this thing out of my misery. With its $135 million budget, where the fuck this budget went to is beyond me. This thing pulled in $245 million and quickly k- killed the Bloody Bill franchise. Fuck. Because <clears throat> Megan Fox was seen up for four movies. God, starring Megan Fox, born it, Laura Lindley, Stephen Amell, Tyler Perry, Seamus, Gary Anthony Williams, a Brian T. Al Richardson, with the voices of Brad Garrett and Tony Shalob. Uh, the plot, Shredder is back, with help from his new mutant goons, Rocksteady, a rhino, and Bebo, a boar, or a warhog, whatever that was called. He takes on the Turtles. He plans to take over the world with help from an alien-talking brain. Can the Turtles stop them, and will indeed they team stay a team throughout find out here. After the logos, all five of them, we get a shot of New York City, which is strangely bathed in a green glow, straight onto the Chrysler building in Turtle Bay, Manhattan. Get it, it's a joke. Onto zooming CGI shots of all four turtles, King Kongy onto the building. Here we see the new redesign of Mikey, played by Noel Fisher, Donnie, played by Jeremy Howard, Leo, played by and this time voiced by Pete Palesk. And Raphael, played by Alan Richardson. And note, he hated working on these movies, as he claims all the four actors were treated like absolute shit. Anyway, gone is the flare from the other turtles. Gone is the weird, ugly faces. They're slightly softened here. Gone is the bulk, and they're more humanoids, which is fucking even weirder. They all dive off the skyscraper, free-falling, cracking dumb jokes, as they go, sliding in someone's rooftop pool, flipping over the bloody place, diving in and out of a sewer with ease, and my god, my eyeballs are strained to fuck here, the CGI is even worse than the last one, because this was a 3D movie, therefore the CGI was shit, because every single 3D movie, the CGI is garbage, I hate 3D movies, are fucking terrible, anyway, straight on to a pizza delivery guy from Pizza Hut, but of course as they still the pizza, and hello Kevin Eastman, look what's happened to your legacy, you f- sellout, yet more flipping straight onto the rafters of Madison Square Circle, as the camera freeze frames on each turtle, and up pops their name and trait, all four fight over the stone pizza, they make it just in time to see the kickoff of a basketball game, for some Reason 30 seconds into the match a jumbotron kicks in as the house lights go down and some cheesy ass music plays on a voiceover we hear how one year ago Shredder attacked the city and was stopped by one man that one man being Vern Fenwick played again by Will Arnett he's given the key to the city and it's like a total dickhead for this entire movie what exactly did he do? oh yes he knocked someone out leaving him to die in poisonous gas because he's a hero the turtles don't stand for this ever, so they spit, well, spit balls at him from the Jumbotron while acting like fucking douche bros. God, help me in listening for us into this one. I already hate this fucking movie. I've got an hour and 50 minutes to bloody well go. Enough for this kiddie shit. Time to p- put the plot into action, maybe? Cut to April O'Neill played by Megan Fox again, who acts disinterested this entire time. Guess she changed to caffeine-free Red Bull. She's at Central Grand Central Station, trying to interview uh, a recast, a doctor, Baxter Stockwell, played this time by Tyler Perry, and he hams us up to fuck. He is a terrible, bloody well actor. And note: the wig she's wearing is a nod to the 1980s cartoon. While talking to him, she uses her smartwatch to hack into his iPad to steal all his information on it. She fails to do so, so Bay did it to her again Ah, uh, she steals a miniskirt, a sweater, ditches her glasses because, of course, she's a nerd, not a geek, and ties up her skirt, her shirt rather, under her boobs, and slow mo, cool. Some will walk one more time straight into a group of sorority sisters who surround Baxter's assistant as he steals all information on his iPad. Because, baby, one more time. Dear God. Uh, the fucking schoolgirl fantasy of a of fucking old pervert. Back to the turtles who have to run after Mikey had dropped his pizza on the basketball court. They all quick cut bad, bad CGI lens flare jump to the new Turtles HQ, uh, not before Mickey stops to see the Halloween parade as uh, going on and he sees Bumblebee transform which is a nod to Transformers, it even has the fucking Transformers sound effects, the sound effect, and I'm done with this movie, anywho, April calls Donnie whose ringtone is Turtles and a half shell because tee ha ha, to tell him she has all of Baxter's emails but they're all self-deleting. <laughs> However, she has found out he works for Shredder and the plans on breaking him out that night. Cut to Shredder, now played by Brian T. He somehow must have survived multi-story fucking fall, but who gives a shit? In chains, being tra- uh, transported to jail. In the back of this transport is Rocksteady, played by WWE's Sheamus, and B-Bob, played by Gary Anthony Williams. Why isn't the quote world's dangerous criminal transported himself, Hannibal Lecter style, it's beyond me. They are handed over to Casey Jones, played by Stephen Amell, Green Arrow himself, who acts like a pissy little brat all through us, not the hockey stick wielding fucking mask wearing badass that was in the previous two movies. On the drive, he tells his workbook he has anger magic problems, so the two year olds don't make their badasses either. For some reason, they cut to Splinter being played by Donald, sorry, Peter Donald the second, voiced by Tony, Sh- Tony Shiloh, but he's doing a one-finger handstand while meditating for reasons. Something about Nevada, why don't you stick on the fucking record? And smell that teen spirit then. The titles slide in, splashing sewage water absolutely everywhere, and erupt him, telling Splinter the Foot Clan plan to break out the shredder. And note, I like the new Turtles HQ. It's more open plan. However, the running sewage water would mean this thing would smell like, well, shit. Donnie shows off the new Turtles van, which is a pimped out garbage truck which fires manhole covers and has huge robotic arms carrying nunchucks. Pretty cool, right? Well, coolness factor lasts for about 30 seconds after Mikey breaks off his arms. At a secret lab, Baxter watches Shredder's convoy and then hits it Taking out the police cars and vans, alongside him is Kiara, played by Brittany Isha- Ishibushi. So she survived a head-on crash at full speed into a tree then, Kaden, The foot cut into Shredder- Shredder's armed truck and tried to hell left him out. The turtle shrub taking out all the f- foot vehicles and members. However, they try and fail to stop the shredder as he is teleported to dimension x here he meets an alien talking brain krang a voice by brad garrett and i gotta say i hate this new look of krang what was wrong with the 80s cartoon look also brad garrett's voice is fucking terrible here also gotta say this convoy escape isn't a patch on a dark knight's joker escape nice try boys swinging a miss Plus, it's trying too hard to be cool, and it's just becoming a go as cringe-worthy and lame-ass. Anywho, I love how Shredder doesn't even bat an eye at this huge mech suit with a talking brain. Here, crying spews out technobabble and a data dump. Plot points: something about teleportation device needing three PCs so he can bring the tech dome to Earth and take over. Crying. Hands over a vial of purple ooze to Shredder to, quote, help him rid of these pesky pests. Cut to Turtles HQ as Donnie watches on video footage of Shredder's teleportation escape. Donnie hands April a thumb drive to steal Baxter Stockman's information, but she has to go alone as the sun is now up. Later that morning, Chief of Police Vincent, played by Laura Lindley, chews out Casey for losing Shredder. But all he has to do is act like a pissy wily little brat getting thrown off his PlayStation 4 for playing on it too long. She fires him on his spot, so he goes full on toddler and has a hissy fit. Mind you, she is acting like a raging eye rolling bitch from hell whose head can't stay steady. She bobs around like a fucking bobblehead. Cut to Casey, trashing the bar of Dean Winters. His card has no name. But First he smashes up a duke box playing Ice Ice Baby vanilla ice. I don't believe I got that song fucking is terrible. He then throws shot glasses into bottles of spirits. So this is what he calls anger management. K okay, Because he acting like a spoiled brat here who got told no for the first time in his fucking life. Naughty step for you, mate, naughty step. Fuck I forgot. Shudder shows up at the bar I was ill to recur crox and be bob then a Wendy when they hear Casey Jones is coming to the scene. Oh yeah, he hands him some sort of cell phones that are supposed to be untraceable, blah, 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 blah. Back to the Turtles HQ with Mickey flying around on a rocket skateboard, somehow. And Raphael being a moody twat, moaning about how he hates sitting around in the dark, waiting until the dawn, the dusk, blah, 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 yawn. Swinter Yoda's Leo, who is down himself to keep the team as one. Once Casey has trashed the bar, he's given a GPS to track down Rocksteady and Bebop. So much for fucking untraceable cell phones then. That night at Stockwell's lab, Shredder shows up in his new black skinty little suit to threaten Baxter to make him uh, make him have two new mutations. April walks in. Wait, it took her all day to get this done. What the fuck should you stop for a makeover? Finding the place all but empty, she heads up to the lab just in time to see Roxy and Bebop transforming into a hog and a rhino. Cue fart jokes and dick sized jokes because this is a family movie. Nickelodeon will be bloody proud. Oh, yeah, and Shredder tasks Baxter to hunt down the other two pieces of the teleportation technology. And this transformation CGI looks like shit, so much so to try to hide it using flashing lights and smoke. Anywho. Now we have Rocksteady and Bebob on a big screen. And can I have Not Ready and Please Stop Back? Please, they're better than these pissy shit CGI models. God. April steals some of the purple ooze and runs for it. Oh, and Stopwell explains every human has an animal genome inside waiting to be unlocked. Ah, to be a fly in a ball when that was explained to Baxter Stock, eh, to to Michael Bay. ugh eh, that joke, a joke. It's fine! Therefore, Rocksteady is a rhino and B-Bob is a warthog. Just go with it, okay? I mean, mm. Back to April running for her life as the foot chase after her straight into a dark alley and hockey mask wearing Casey Jones one quick fight later as we never see him in this fucking mask ever again. I wonder what animal April would turn into, a bloodhound or a fox? Hmm. April loses the ooze due to Casey's idiocy. The cops then get their hands on it. April runs into the sewers where the turtles safer from Stacy Moons. Perfect name for this Casey Jones then. The turtles mock Stacy for being an idiot, and now they're all friends. That's how the that fucking works. Q Mikey introduction introducing rather all the turtles complete with some game show music and I'm done. This is beyond fucking stupid and it still has an hour and 10 minutes left. Fuck my life and fuck this movie. April tells Donnie all she saw at Baxter's lab and about the portal to Dimension X. Also about the purple ooze and Rocksteady and Bebob. In their HQ, Donnie spews babble about animal DNA and the purple ooze. Meanwhile, Raphael and Mike, Mikey get Stacy Mons they set Stacy moans onto Splinter who quickly kicks his ass. With that, Stacy grabs his stings and leaves in a mood until April talks him into staying. Why he's a whiny, fucking useless brat. Donnie mixed up a small batch of the purple ooze from the dart that April stole from earlier. Finding out it can turn them human, he tells Leo, but Leo tells him not to tell the others. Raphael over this batch of Mickey does, and wants to tell Raphael who then storms off and he has a hissy fit because he's a fucking moody bastard. Meanwhile, Shredder sends Kiara with the foot to steal back the purple ooze from police HQ. Later, Shredder with Rocksteady and Bebob head to the American Museum of Natural History to get the second piece of the teleportation machine type thingy. More fart talks from Rocksteady and B-Bob, and kill me now, as Shredder gets the second piece with relative ease. He then sends them to Brazil to get the third and final piece. Donnie sees us on his network of spy cameras that the museum has been broken into. So he and Leo check out, leaving Raphael and Mikey to sulk. As Donnie and Leo check out the museum, Raphael comes up with a plan to get his hands on a purple ooze and takes Mikey along with him. In the museum, Donnie uses Batman's detective skills to find out what was stolen, i.e. the device, uh, that can tear a hole in space and time to make a portal. Back with Raphael, who now has roped in April and Stacy to help steal the purple ooze from the police HQ. And god almighty, there is an hour, actually 52 minutes of this shit left. God help me. Cut to Vern in some sort of boardwalk events where he's mingling with actual celebrities for reasons. They're talking to him for even more reasons up walks April to spoil his cringe party and take Vernon's key of the city. She ropes him in for other reasons and who the fuck wrote this shit and why can we just get on with this fucking movie? Q Elvis sees a little less conversation how very oceans a living of this bloody movie as Vernon distracts the police while April and Stacey break into police HQ as Raphael and Leo sneak in via the air ducts Great heist, this ain't. This plan is a composed the time. I'm going for a full two minutes. And I would rather watch Ocean's 8. It all but fails when Stacy and April all but get caught by the chief of police. Too late, the foot have the ooze. So it's Stacy's time to shine. Too bad the foot frog over Stacy, So I propose a firearm. Mikey panics and calls Donny for help, so they're now speeding on top of a subway train, Donny and Leo rush to help, so no one sees two six-foot turtles on top of a fucking train then. The foot quickly and easily take care of all the six cops and the police HQ, so Raphael decides to blow their cover and help out April. Donny and Leo smash through a window, stopping the two foot clan members. Raphael gets his hands on the purple ooze, but they're caught, even with the not-believing chief of police, she sees them. April and Stacy save them and are arrested on the spot. The others run and are given chase. Uh, Splinter is rightly pissed off back at Turtles HQ. The turtles have now been seen. more than fighting with the turtles and Leo blames Raphael for all of this because he's a fucking... Ugh. Can't speak over now. Nope. 50 minutes left. Fuck my life splinter yoda's leo who has lost control of the turtles and instantly they're fine again this movie is fucking awful this writing is fucking beyond stupid donnie techno babble boring shit later tells leo brazil is next place to go back with april and stacy who are getting quizzed by all by the chief of police about the turtles chief of police head shake i'm gonna call from now on in. Shows the footage which is hundred percent real and totally not faked. One hundred percent totally not faked. It's like fake news, you know. <laughs> as a sorry of April still in the ooze at Stockwell's lab, onto Brazil as Rocksteady and Bebop are in a tank. All scored to War Ha. Huh, good golly, what oh, is that? Good for by Edwin Starr. because that's funny, right? And seconds defied the third and final piece just lying in the middle of a clearing so no one on Google Earth spotted this thing and it's been there for fucking centuries supposed to be moving the fuck right on onto Shredder with Stockwell at his lab, where he's built what's like a bloody TARDIS console for the MacGuffin portal opening type thingy meanwhile back to the Turtles who now have somehow sneaked onto a cargo plane how, why, where, why, what, no, uh, who cares. Donnie uses a set-up display to track Rocksteady and Bebop. He-they learns they're in the air, heading back to New York. So what did it do? Why, free-fall, jump out of the plane, of course, straight onto Rocksteady's plane, causing it to crash. While in the plane, Rocksteady shoots up the bloody well plane, using the tank's 50 caliber gun. They crash-land in a waterfall. The turtles fail almost Dying as they fall over a waterfall a bit they're turtles they can breathe on the water, moving the fuck right on. Tons of cringe and terrible jokes plus CGI later. This 10 minute scene was done better in the 80 movie, Dark Knight Rises and indeed Indiana Jones a 4. Plus it was less painful to watch. i am already watching Indiana Jones fucking 4 right now. Moving the fuck right on, back to April and Stacey as little Miss Headbop chief of police doesn't believe anything April tells her. Stacey whines to April how life is unfair and how he wants to be a real cop. I mean, oh, kill me now. April gets a hold of a phone for reasons and calls Vern for other reasons, but he's so busy blowing hot air into bags to sell on internet because he's a total fucking waste of space. She go-trips him into getting his hands on the real Stockbridge lab footage because a cameraman, and he can do that. He, but of course, gets in with ease because of even more reasons. Now with the footage, April is free. Little Miss Headshake has nothing to hold him on. Back with the turtles on another cargo plane, yet more infighting. just fucking split up already. Cut to Stockwell assembling the portal opener type thingy in his lab. It activates sucking Shredder to Krang, who turns him in, freezing him, and sticking him with the other ones he's conned. And indeed turn into his toys. Yet another huge portal in the sky. And god damn you, Ghostbusters 1984 for starting this shitty trend. The turtles, now back in their HQ, feel the portal opening, so rush to stop it. As pieces of the technodrome fly around the Baxter Stockwell Laboratory. Skyscraper type thing. Donnie explains they and all they can stop this due to the toxic air. However, the cops are still after them, so they can't do it. Donnie only tell them the turtles can be turned into human if they have the purple ooze. Raphael says, no, smashing against the wall, so much being a fucking de- decision, then enemy, he was pissed off, Leo says no, but ten minutes later, he's perfectly fine with it. With police and SWAT surrounding Stockwell's lab, the, pl- the turtles leave the sewer straight into the police, including little Miss, misbelieving, Uh the chief of police, the turtles, a force ver to spill all total miss he- head shake. That only uh, they helped him stop Splinter. Uh, Shredder rather last uh, movie da 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 da. I know they know they can stop crying. Anyway, crying as I says, freeze's Shredder he turns on stop sorry Shredder that is turns on stop with him Tokyo to be a footnote. Boo! Shitty jokes are a shitty joke. With Shredder on ice, it's down to Tuttles versus Krang, as April, Stacey and Vern race to stop the Technodrome from building... ...somehow? I have no idea, fuck how. They barely get into stop- the Stockwell's building, so Stacey, April and Vern take on the foot and fight to the control room. Stacey takes on Rockstead and Bebop using raw blades, sure why the fuck not. He locks them in a cargo container and blows them up, all but killing them. Back to the turtles, getting their ass kicked by Krang's bot battle bot body. Setting things fast, Donnie figures out that well, there's one small piece, and all this and all he's to do is to stop. the almost to stick it to a fucking drone and send it into outer space. Meanwhile, Vern and April have made it to the control room, as she takes on Carrie or Kiara, was her fucking name. So this is the big fight from part one and it's over in 30 seconds after April brains off of a laptop, the turtles rip into Krang's robot and Donnie shocks using his bow staff which has a taser on the head of it and it's down and out, Stacy smashes the portal thing using his hog stick because why the fuck not, it's game over man! Crying swears revenge as he gets sucked back into Dimension X. April reports on the news Dr. Baxter Stockwell is in jail. Shredder is missing and a foot is no more. That night, Headbop, Chief of Police, gives the Turtles the freedom of the city at the Statue of Liberty. April starts dating Casey. Vern hits on a female cop who rolls her eyes at him. The Turtles celebrate on the Statue of Liberty torch as credits finally fucking well roll. So that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, juvenile as fuck, dumber than a bag of rocks, so much cringe it is unbloody well believable. The effects look like shit, where the fuck did the money go? Casey is completely wasted, Rocksteady and Bebop act like frat bros, Crying is fucking useless, and Shredder is totally cucked. I couldn't wait for this shit to be over, so I'm going to give this thing a superiorly generous 1 out of 10. Still... Next month is Jaws Month. August is Awesomely Awful 80s. September is serial killer. October is Tremors. November is Nick Cage Movies. And December is a festive fear the return. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Email me with suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other comic book movies. Such as well franchise movies, rather such as Superman, Captain America, Iron Man, Batman, and more. Also, my solo podcasts of comic book heroes such as a V for Vendetta, Supergirl, Blade, and many, many more. A Bahai and member. I have watched these bad movies, so don't have to. I have to flush this shit down the toilet, but it deserves.